At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Los Angeles CityCast is presented by Bet Rivers. Get paid faster with Bet Rivers Rush Pay. Daily boosts, special offers, great customer service, plus a $250 first-time sign-up bonus. Make BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Download the BetRivers app or visit BetRivers.com for details. This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by BetRivers. Happy Monday. Welcome into the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. And what the heck was going on in the NFL yesterday? I Do we even know which teams are good anymore? This is, I mean, it's frustrating for a fan, but it's especially frustrating for a better. Not to mention, let's not even throw in the COVID wrench right now that's going on. Of course, we'll talk about that today. But on Sunday, the Steelers beat the Titans. The Texans beat the Jaguars by 14. The Lions beat the Cardinals by 18 and then the Saints did not score a touchdown and yet shut out the Buccaneers final score nine to zero that I, I feel like that's that's the weirdest worst Sunday that we've seen in the NFL in weeks and I'm sure that some of it has to do with all of this business going on with COVID right now, cancellations, reschedules all over the calendar from the NFL to the NBA to the NHL, and yes, even college basketball. UCLA actually canceled two women's basketball games this week, one on Sunday that was supposed to be against Ohio State, I believe, and then one on Tuesday or Wednesday, and then also a men's game. The men's game was supposed to be on Wednesday versus Cal Poly, canceled. Nope, not happening. Meanwhile, though, also in college basketball, USC 
Number 10 in the nation right now, 12-0, and undefeated. They just beat Georgia Tech by 14 on Saturday, and they're at Oklahoma State on Tuesday, so at least there is one game still going on. Uh, that will be USC's last game until after Christmas. So bright lights, guys. Bright lights at the end of this COVID tunnel, hopefully. In today's show, first, Tuesday night football. That's got a nice ring to it, right? We love a little football action on a Tuesday. Seahawks at Rams. This was, of course, supposed to be played on Sunday, but had to get pushed due to COVID protocols. So we'll talk about it. We'll get you ready for it. And we'll check in with the Chargers as well. They're taking on the Texans next on December 26th, Sunday. We'll see where they're at with three games left in this regular season. Then we'll go LA NBA action. Clippers hosting the Spurs on Monday night and the Lakers host the Suns on Tuesday night. So first things first, we always check out the Los Angeles lines available at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Let's start with the NFL. As I mentioned, Tuesday night football, December 21st, Seahawks at Rams. This number was Rams minus six and a half earlier on Sunday, but by the end of the day, up to seven already. So Rams is a seven point favorite here at home. Total at 45 and a half. Again, a small drop opened around or not opened, but was around 46 earlier on Sunday, got down to 45 and a half. So after that game, though, do remember the Rams will have the Vikings on December 26 as well, if all things go according to plan and no more chaos is introduced, which, frankly, I'm not convinced that will happen. Uh, also, of course, the Chargers will be in action on Sunday, December 26. They are 10 and a half point favorites at the Texans. Yes, the Texans, as I just mentioned, who dominated the Jaguars. <laughs> Good for them. You know, good for them. It was actually a weird week for terrible, terrible teams. The Texans beat the Jags, and who we thought, oh, the Jags are better than the Texans at least, but no. And the Lions beat the Cardinals. What? Uh, but yes, Chargers at Texans, total sitting at 47.5 right now on Bat Rivers. As for college football, haven't said that in a minute. We do have a bowl game coming up, UCLA versus NC State. That's the Holiday Bowl on December 28th. And that's a Tuesday. UCLA is a one and a half point favorite right now. And this would be their opportunity to beat a team with a winning record here. So that's something, right? Isn't that positive? Uh, it's tough because I think, like I've talked about before, UCLA fans, very split on the football program right now. But I think we're trending towards people at least swallowing the fact that we're probably with Chip Kelly for another year. And maybe that's not the worst thing in the world, you know? But we got to fix that defensive coordinator situation. As for college basketball, UCLA still plus 1250 to win the championship. USC still 50 to 1. And again, I said they're 12 and 0 right now. So 50 to 1 is worth a look, maybe, because it's only going to go down from here, right? Um, I do still have my concerns with this team, but the talent is there. And how do you argue with that record, really? But, you know, time will tell. But 50 to 1, hmm, interesting. NBA. No action up right now in terms of the number because, again, so many COVID issues. Uh, the Lakers played on Sunday as well. But Monday, the Spurs will be at the Clippers. And Tuesday, Suns at the Lakers. So lots and lots of action. Of course, we'll get into a little bit later on. You can find all these odds at Bet River Sportsbook. Now let's get into the Rams, who are playing on a Tuesday, giving us a little something to look forward to. And, yes, that doubleheader on Monday will be extra fun too. Do you guys remember the double headers last season? That was so much more fun than one game on Monday night football, but we have Tuesday night now Seahawks at Rams. Again, not really sure how delaying a game by two days did 
anything. I'm not really sure what the point of that was, but nevertheless, here we are. Rams, six and a half point favorites. Nope, now seven, seven point favorites and total sitting at 45 and a half. So in case you missed it, I got to say it a third time, the Cardinals lost to the Lions on Sunday. LOL, guys. Which means the Rams are nine and four. They're now in a position to move into first place, uh, at least a tie with Arizona if they beat Seattle on Tuesday. Seattle's five and eight right now. Now, when we look at this Seattle matchup, we've seen it before. They did play already once this season. The Rams won 26 to 17, but this was the game where Russell Wilson left early with a finger injury and the game went under the total of 54 and a half. I wonder if it would have gone under 54 and a half if Russ was still in. So something to consider because of course he is back for the Seahawks now. As far as the uh, straight up and ATS records go, the Rams are nine and four straight up and six and seven ATS. They just won their second game in a row versus the Cardinals on Monday night football. And that was after losing three straight previously. So back on track, seems like the fans feel like this is the Rams team that they have been looking for for a couple weeks here. So good to see them back in their rhythm. Seahawks, five and eight straight up, seven and six against the spread. And they've won two in a row uh, after losing six of seven. So not an easy road has it been for the Seahawks. They did just beat the Texans. You know, those Texans, the Texans who took down the Jags. But the Texans run defense is one of the worst in the NFL and the Rams are a top 10, so this is going to be a very different beast for them, needless to say. Let's talk about COVID because we just can't not. We can't avoid it. Uh, the NFL, like I said, moved this game from Sunday to Tuesday in hopes, obviously, that more Rams that were under COVID protocols would be able to return. They got news on Saturday that Jalen Ramsey would be active for the Rams, so that's great to have him back. And again, didn't play in the Cardinals game and they still got that win. So promising good things there. OBJ also back. So getting that wide receiver back. And then Daryl Henderson also back. But it was nice to see a little Sony Michelle action. And I hope we continue to see that because I think he's important to utilize for this team as well. But it is interesting to note that this Rams team was kind of off its kilter, at least offensively for a while. And then it was almost affecting the defense as well because... Uh, Aaron Donald was still being Aaron Donald, but there was just a lot of moving pieces. I mean, again, OBJ was added. Uh, we lose a wide receiver. We bring in a new one. It, it, a lot of mess, right? And now we have all this COVID stuff thrown in the mix again. So it's like Jalen Ramsey was out last weekend, but he's back now. And then OBJ will be back, but Daryl Henderson, also, it's just a mess, right? It's, it's a mess across all sports, and it's really, really hard to handicap. And it's really something that's not super fun because you pretty much have to wait until – right before the game to know who's actually going to be playing. And that's especially relevant to the NBA as we'll get into a little bit later on. But as far as the NFL is concerned, it looks like the Rams starting lineup, at least offensively looks the same as it was in that win over the Cardinals. Uh, of course, adding back OBJ and Daryl Henderson, but still pretty thin there, you know, probably not looking at any two tight end or six offensive lineman type of sets and still no offensive lineman Rob Havenstein said as of yet. So he's still out, uh, but they did manage with that just last week against a very good Cardinals team. But now you have to wonder, are they very good? They lost to the Lions. I can't get over it. That's the fourth time I've said it. I'm sorry. I don't even have anything against the Cardinals necessarily, but it's like, what happened? And I guess, you know, the Rams didn't do so hot against the Lions either. So, you know. Oh, no, it was the Chargers. 
Either way, there's a lot of teams that have no business losing to the Lions that are getting awfully close to it or actually doing it. The defense for the Rams also has some missing pieces. Outside linebacker Von Miller and safety Jordan Fuller. So things to keep in mind. But again, Von Miller's just been added to this mix just recently. But he already has been made an, made an impact, in my opinion. Just things to keep an eye on. As for Seattle, the Seahawks placed six players on their COVID-19 list on Sunday, including their cornerback, DJ Reed, starting cornerback there, and starting right tackle, Brandon Shell. Also on that list for them, Travis Homer, defensive end, Kerry Hyder Jr., and some practice squad players, Pierre Oliver Lestage, and cornerback, Mike Jackson. Uh, they will get Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins. Uh, oh, no, they won't have them. Both on the list on Thursday. So... Yeah, they were added to the list on Thursday. This game will be played Tuesday. If they're vaccinated, they just have to provide two negative tests by then. So again, something to keep your eye on, uh, especially that Tyler Lockett, if you want to look at any of his props. When we take a look at this game strategy-wise, how do we think it's going to play out? It looks like the Seahawks will, you know, do what they have been doing all season, which is try to work the run game pretty hard. And that hopefully will allow Russell Wilson to be able to throw it deep. We also know he's capable of getting it done on the ground himself. Uh, so hopefully him running around doesn't you know, wear out the Rams defense too much. I'm not anticipating that. Uh, but Seattle's offense, just pretty paltry. Uh, they are top 10 in yards per rush attempt. So when they are rushing, they are you know, making that work for them. But they're 31st in pass attempts, 22nd in rushing yards per game, and 28th in rushing attempts per game. So doing it, but not doing it very often. But when they do it, they do it well. I don't know what to make of this offense, truly. They're also in dead last in opponents, total yards allowed, and passing yards allowed. And they're up against Matt Stafford this week. So that is going to be a problem. Matt Stafford... On the other side, the Rams, he's got his main man, Cooper Cup, in action. I kind of feel like that's all he needs. But, of course, it's great. The reason this Rams defense can ever work is because they have so many options. Uh, so even if Cup is under double coverage or something like that, Sony Michelle, good option to obviously go to with the rush. And, like I said, OBJ back, Daryl Henderson in the mix. The Rams offense just needs to, do, just needs to operate, really. They need to do what they do. Uh, which <laughs> I hate saying because it sounds so obvious, but it's like we know that this Rams offense works really well and can score and has this this prolific passing quarterback and whatever. Have they struggled a little bit getting the run go sometimes? Sure, but Daryl Henderson back. Um, so as long as Stafford can limit his mistakes, you know, would love no interceptions, please and thank you, then this offense, you know, just needs to do its job. Because it's set up. It's set up for success. As for the defense, again, set up for success. What do we say about this Rams team? It's a team that's wanting to win now. So that's how they're built. They're kind of built to do that. And there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to be successful really in the rest of the games this season. But they do have the Niners as their last game. So looking ahead to that. But defense back in their rhythm now. The offense is working again. So Rams minus six and a half here, or even even seven. I mean, six and a half would be the better number, and now it's up to seven. Seems like the obvious choice, right? I don't love to even even this Seahawks team that is like and terrible. I don't like to bet against Russell Wilson. Do you? And it's a divisional matchup. I don't know, but. I would put the Rams in the teaser, actually. I think I did look at doing this already. Let me see if I already have one in. So many things got canceled or no play or this because COVID. 
but yes, Rams Vikings six point teaser is what I grabbed. Um, so that's just a little minus 120 action. Nothing super exciting, obviously, but I just felt better that way. I can kind of enjoy this game and just the Rams just need to win it for me. I don't need them to win by a touchdown. And I did grab that, of course, when the Rams were at six and a half. So now seven, you still get them at minus one if you want to throw them in a six point teaser. Uh, looking at the numbers here, the Rams are 11th in pass attempts per game, but fourth in passing yards per game. Thank you very much, Matt Stafford. And the defense is seventh in points per play allowed while Seattle is second. So both these teams in the top seven there, Seattle's fifth in total points allowed. The Rams are 15th. It makes sense that a lot of money, I mean, a lot of money comes in on the over always, right? Because public bettors love to bet the over. We'd love to see a ton of points scored in a game, uh, but it makes sense almost for this game, right? I was expecting to see this total higher based on the stats that I saw here. But then I guess you have the question of, can this can Seattle score, um, and especially against this Rams defense, and then also um, this Rams offense should be running well, but on the off chance it isn't, are we going to see a really low scoring game? Uh, I think they'll still win, but you know even if they're a little bit off, I think that we could see that. So seeing a total at forty five and a half now, down from forty six already, I think people are taking action on that under uh, because. Most of the money came in on the over for this game. And, I mean, you could see it. You could be like, wow, you know, both these defenses allowing a lot of points. But it's the Rams defense still. They look like they're back in their rhythm. 45 and a half. 46 was almost too low for me to bet the under on. I was like, well, I could wait for an in-game. But I hate waiting for in-game for totals, actually, because I don't really find a ton of value there. But, you know, keep an eye on this. I'd like it if it was a little bit higher, of course, to take an under. But I still think this could go under 45 and a half, really. Uh, division rivalry game, maybe a teaser. Also, stats tell you to look at Matt Stafford over his passing prop, whatever that number might be at. I could see him easily going over that today. Of course, you'd like them to get Sonny Michelle, Daryl Henderson more involved in that offense. But that's going to allow things to open up for Matt Stafford. So... Um, Seattle dead last and opponent total yards allowed and passing yards allowed that spells for success but what do I know I'm just saying uh, let's talk about the Chargers the Chargers had a chance to take over the AFC West on Thursday night football lest we forget they fell just short against the Chiefs in overtime but at least Adele and Rich Paul were there that's an LA thing that's such an LA thing to happen they're there celebrating Rich Paul's 40th birthday I think they were sitting with Jay-Z. Unfortunately, they had to see the Chargers lose. Uh, but LeBron was also very jealous via social media. He was getting involved and, you know, he felt a little bit of FOMO, a little bit of just being left out. And I think uh, that's probably how the Chargers are feeling at this point because instead of taking over the AFC West, the 8-6 Chargers have to stay alive now in this crowded AFC wildcard picture. Uh, so positive thing here they do have an easy schedule to close out the season so they should be able to make the playoffs for that reason but they don't completely control their own destiny here they're tied now with the Colts at eight and six the Bills also eight and six Bengals are eight and six the seven and six Browns play Monday versus the Raiders so many question marks with that game I, I had action tied up in that and then it got moved so then you get refunded and I, now I don't know what to do because Baker Mayfield's saying that he may be able to play so now we're seeing the line at them as Brown's a three-point favorite which sounds incredible against the Raiders uh, but I just don't know what Brown's team we're going to get 
nevertheless, seven and six Browns, they play Monday. So we'll be able to tell kind of where they're at in the playoff picture. Broncos now though, seven and seven after their loss. So with that, the Chargers currently have a 73% chance of making playoffs and it, it looks good for them, but they just, they can't let off the gas yet. They just can't. Luckily, they're at the Texans next on Sunday, December 26th, a day after Christmas. Nothing like watching a little Chargers-Texans action. I'm sure that everyone's going to, you know, get up early to watch that one, uh, wear all their new pajamas and such. Chargers are a 10.5-point favorite right now on Bet Rivers, again, at the Texans, and total sitting at 47.5. After that, they're, they are home versus the Broncos, and then away versus the Raiders. So that's what they have left. Bron like Texans, Broncos, Raiders. Very doable. But lest we forget, again, the Broncos game versus the Chargers. I still haven't recovered from the last time these two teams played. It was atrocious. The Chargers rush defense. I, I can't. Uh, the Texans, we know. We've said it. They beat the Jags 30-16. to That ended their recent three-game losing streak. Gerard Taylor was actually still out with an injury, so rookie Davis Mills, starting quarterback. He's also probably likely to start against the Chargers. I don't see why he wouldn't. But at this point, with how many changes are happening in last minute, just keep an eye on that as well. But it should be Davis Mills. Houston, worst offense in the NFL by far. 265.5, averaging almost 40 less yards than the next closest team on a per game basis. They also averaged the second least amount of points in the game at 14.8. And the only team to average less is the team they just beat, the Jaguars. Maybe their defense is something. No, no, it's not. Defensively, they rank 28th and they allow an average of 378.4 yards per game. Uh, and also, shout out to the Texans ahead of this game because they took the title of worst run defense in the NFL from the Chargers actually a couple weeks ago, and they've held on to it tightly. Good for them. They're currently allowing a whopping 145 yards on the ground per game. So that means the Chargers must have improved or uh, other teams just got that much worse. Pick or choose how you'd like to see it. Uh, glass half full, glass half empty. But the Chargers are now 29th in rushing yards allowed with only the Jets, Steelers, and Texans behind them. So sounds like improvement. No, not really. They're, they're actually doing really well against better teams with their rush defense and doing horrible against bad teams. So chaos. Don't know what to make of that. Uh, but this game... You can bet those rushing props are going to be interesting for that one. So maybe hone in on that because this is set to be a mess as far as rushing yards are allowed. Uh, one quick thing, too, before we wrap things up for the NFL. I wanted to take a look at the win totals for uh, futures bets. Back in July, Vegas predicted the Chargers to be right around 9 to 10 wins. Their win total was 9.5. At most spots and something cool actually that um, some other sports books will do is uh, updating those win totals throughout the season so that you could bet them as the season goes on but nine and a half before the season back in July uh, with the under slightly juiced so people expecting the Chargers to win nine games or less for that under to cash with the number being at nine and a half but now eight and six and they have three games left, and they're against pretty terrible teams. Sorry, Broncos. That I Please don't. Please do not take it out on us again. <laughs> do not take it out on the Chargers again. But let's just say they win two of those. That, that, 
the over would cash. They just need to win two of the last three for that over to cash on nine and a half. So if you have one of those Chargers futures win tickets, might cash. Might cash quicker than you think. But it would suck if it if they did lose to the Broncos. I mean, for a lot of reasons. But if you had this ticket, for example, and then uh, you had to just have it hinge on that last game, which, again, is versus the Raiders, but be a terrible sweat. Be a terrible sweat. Uh, but it's always good to sweat, I say. Coming up, let's get into the NBA. Clippers hosting the Spurs and Suns at the Lakers. That's going to be a spicy one. Break it all down next with us on the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Looking for a hot tip to bet on? Check out the new match tips at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. The new tips feature gives you special insights on player props and match bets for the top tips of the day. Go to BetRivers before the game, find your match, and tap the tips icon to see independent research on recent team and player performance. Bet with confidence. Visit the BetRivers mobile app or go to BetRivers.com and get the top tips of the day. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Playable only in states where BetRivers is licensed and in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. The VSIN Midseason Football Special is here. Put the VSIN betting experts to work for you from now through February for only $99. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on vsin.com. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. Very excited to be here. Not so excited with the state of things in the world. It's kind of a bummer, right? I mean, beyond the effect it's having on sports, it's just you can't go anywhere without hearing about COVID. And it's just kind of tough. It's tough. Uh, but nevertheless, we persist. We we keep on betting, some of us. And with all the COVID changes happening so quickly and, and frequently, frequently especially, just make sure that you monitor injury reports, Twitter feeds, etc., to get the most up-to-date information, whether that's a beat reporter, highly recommend for your team uh, or any given team, or even our NBA senior analyst at VSIN, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, Jonathan Von Tobel. He's a great follow great expert here uh, and you can follow him on twitter at me jvt we've had him on the show a couple times he's actually a clippers fan too and we're going to get into the clippers first but before we get into the la teams i had to mention this <laughs> because i was coming i was looking at ats records really quick and the Cavs this season 24 5 and 2 against the spread that's great let me tell you how great that is covering 82.8 percent of their games like, okay, 80%. The next closest team is the Warriors at 63.4%. So they are 20% ahead. And it just is kind of mashed up from there, around there, and goes down. But 82% of their games, almost 83, they've covered. How about them Cavs? But as I was looking through the stats for these Spurs and Clippers matchup and the Suns-Lakers, I kind of understood why. Because I kept seeing the Cavs at the top for defensive rating. And... Even in some offensive categories as well. So definitely a team before the season I would not have even looked twice at. And look at them go. They're a covering machine. Uh, will that continue just because they have covered a lot? Time will tell. The books also adjust. They know this information. They know what we know and probably more, unfortunately. Uh, but Clippers, 
hosting the Spurs on Monday night. Tough loss versus the Thunder most recently on Saturday for the Clippers. Uh, but they were down uh, a little bit. It's it's tough right now. It's just tough to, to figure out what was the real factor. Uh, but they are still in the odds 10-1 to 1 to win the Western Conference. They're 22-1 to 1 to win the title, to win it all. It's better odds than the Lakers right now. It's not worth a bite for me necessarily. I'd like it to be a little longer, but I don't hate the Clippers as like a dark horse in this race for a championship, especially with all, like, again, all of the question marks with COVID and really, are we going to have the rest of a season? And people are talking about a bubble and are we going to see a bubble again? And it's like, I, there's no way that they'll do that again in my mind, just as a business, they probably won't do that again. Um, but I'd love to see it because I would love to see bubble Jimmy Butler again, personally, love the heat in the bubble. Uh, Clippers, by the numbers here, straight up and against the spread. The Clippers are 16 and 14 straight up, but only 13 and 17 against the spread. The Spurs, on the other hand, 11 and 18 straight up, but 16 and 13 ATS. So actually the better ATS team here. And looking through the Spurs games so far this season, they've had some pretty close wins with very good teams. And uh, they've had actual wins over very good teams. Now, granted who's playing, who's not in those games, but it's still something to note. And the Spurs, uh, being able to do that, they're almost annoying to bet against at this point because on any given night, I'm not really sure if you know what you're going to get from them because they're in the middle of the pack for a lot of statistical categories. Uh, as far as rest is concerned for these teams, two days rest for the Clippers. As I said, they just lost to the Thunder on Saturday. They completed a two-game stretch on the road. That was good for them. And then for the Spurs, uh, two days rest as well. They beat the Jazz on the road. Yes, the Jazz. Could not believe that when I saw it. And then lost to the Kings on the road. So, you can see my dilemma. Now they face the Clippers on the road. So, lots of on the road for them. That's going to be a factor here, of course. Like, in theory, that's going to help the Clippers out, right? Last time these teams played, actually, November 16th, the Clippers won 106-92 to earlier in the season, as I said. Actually, not just, not but a month ago. And the Clippers covered. They were eight-point favorites in that game. Again, not seeing a line for this just yet, and I'm sure this is going to be a thing that even if the line came out, I mean, you might get good value to jump on it, but I almost wouldn't want to bet these games until right before or live bet because I need to see who's actually in this and what these teams look like. Uh, Paul George is questionable. Serge Ibaka is probable. Marcus Morris and Isaiah Hartenstein are out as of time of recording, right? As of now. Uh, so double check that before you cast your bets. Looking at the defenses here, the Clippers, fourth best defensive rating in the league, only behind the Suns, Cavs, and Warriors. Again, hey, shout out to the Cavs. Good company with the Suns and the Warriors. The Clippers defense also sixth in opponents points allowed. And the under is hit in seven of their last 10 games. Again, interesting stat, but not predictive necessarily. But good to note, this defense is uh, doing more, or rather it's kind of beating the number, right? It's beating the book. They're thinking that these games are going to go higher, and the Clippers' defense is a big part of why they hasn't. As for the Spurs' defense on the other side, 24th in opponents' points allowed. And it's weird, right? Because they've actually been kind of solid in defensive efficiency, but lately, just, just recently, they're all of a sudden allowing 120 points per 100 possessions. So really falling off the wagon here and not really sure when we're going to see them get back on that or if they will. Uh, so that is troublesome. 
troublesome for the Spurs. Uh, the Clippers on the offensive side of things, where they struggle a little bit more, and frankly, where the Lakers are struggling as well. Uh, they're 25th in offensive rating. The Lakers are just above them in 24th. And they're sixth worst, as far as teams go, in opponents' points off turnovers. So, not great. Not great. Uh, Spurs offense on the other side, 15th, middle of the pack offensive rating. So, I think that the star of the show here is going to be the Clippers defense. It has been as of late. And for that reason, not knowing necessarily where the number is going to land on this yet. I mean, they were eight point favorites before. I could see this being even higher based on how the Clippers have played. And the only thing is the availability is Paul George playing or not. That's going to have a huge factor on this number. Uh, but for me, this is an in-game play. Maybe you get the Clippers down early uh, because we know that offense doesn't always go, especially if no Paul George. I think, man, I was going to say I think the Clippers should win this, but no Paul George, I almost like getting some points with the Spurs, especially if you can get something like, you know, crazy, like nine or ten points or something. Uh, double digits would be great. So an in-gamer, if anything, on Monday night. As for the Lakers, they'll be back in action on Tuesday night. The last time... Trevor Ariza played in a Lakers uniform was, well, it was Sunday in the Lakers game versus the Bulls. But before that, it was during the 2009 NBA championship. The Lakers won that one with Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol. Good memories, good memories. And, you know, if you're 30 or older, much older probably, but really around 30 or older, you remember that Trevor Ariza, right? Back in 2009 in his prime. Uh, and now he's back in the mix with the Lakers. So that's not exactly the the same as like Kawhi returning to the Clippers, but it's something, you know, it's something to stay. Suns at Lakers. The Suns are three to one to win the Western Conference right now. Eight to one to win the title. That's plus 800. Again, if we're new, that just means <laughs> that uh, if you put $100 down, you would get $800 back for that one. The Lakers are plus 450 to win the Western Conference. So just kind of behind the Suns there. And 10 to 1 to win the title. So earlier in the season, especially towards the start, you were getting the Lakers around 2 to 1, plus 350, lots and lots of action. Now you're getting them all the way up to 10 to 1. It's still not super juicy, especially to lock your money up until the end of the NBA season. But are you going to get a much better number on the Lakers? I don't know. I don't know how much worse this is going to get for them. It seems like they're possibly back on the upswing, but very long season. They're 16 and 14 straight up this season, win-loss, but they're 11 and 9 ATS. The Suns, on the other hand, their straight-up record, 24 and 5. ATS against the spread, they are 15 and 13. As far as rest is concerned here, two days rest for both teams. For the Lakers, they just lost on Sunday, but covered versus the Bulls. They were, uh, I think, eight, seven and a half, eight point favor or dogs. So they did lose, but I think only by five. So they did cover that spread. And that completes a three game stretch on the road for the Lakers. So I'm sure they'll be stoked to be back home. Two days rest for the Suns. They just beat the Hornets on Sunday pretty badly. Devin Booker back in the mix. Aiton back in the mix. Love to see that. Hated to see them out. Devin Booker's got to be one of the most fun players to watch in the NBA. So not fun when he's out. And who doesn't love DeAndre Aiton? Come on. Uh, they've been at home for their past two. So now on the road to the Lakers. When these two teams met earlier this season, that was October 22nd. The Lakers lost 115 to 105. And they were one and a half point favorites in that game. That was a wake up call, I'm sure. Uh, for Lakers fans, if if not anyone else. But as if that's not 
bad enough. Let's fast forward to now. The Lakers are dealing with a lot of COVID issues, like most all of us right now. All of us are having COVID issues at this point. Uh, Russell Westbrook was out. Bradley, uh, Beal, Malik Monk, Dwight Howard, Taylor Horton Tucker. Not to mention the injured Kendrick Nunn and Austin Reeves also added to that list. But luckily, Westbrook was back in versus the Bulls on Sunday. He put up 20 points, actually. But no AD in that game. Not because of protocols, as far as I know. But that information gets updated every second, so keep on top of that. But yeah, Westbrook back in versus the Bulls, so at least they got him back in the mix. But right now, I believe Malik Monk's still out, Dwight Howard, Taylor Horton Tucker. Just really, really tough, real thin for the Lakers. So we can look at their stats here, but keep in mind, a lot of this is going to come down to what they're actually playing. And I, I would just say maybe a live bet here, uh, play in-game. Lakers defense, 11th in defensive rating in the league. Eh, almost a top 10 defense. 26 in opponent, opponents' points allowed, though. So kind of trying to boat race people and out, you know, beat them with their offense, which is not how they need to get this done. Their best games and best wins have been when they've had really good defensive performances, and they're capable of that. I like that they have kind of put an emphasis on that as a team, uh, but they are the fifth worst team in opponent's second chance points. Needs to be cleaned up. Uh, the game versus the Bulls on Sunday did go over the total, actually, but their six games before that went under. So, again, this is just interesting of note, but not necessarily predictive. But I do think that if the Lakers want to beat the Suns here, their defense has to be the way to do it. It's not, you know, I don't think it's going to, I mean, it can't, it can easily, there's enough offensive talent here where it can try to be a boat race, but especially if they're down players with all of this COVID situation, the Lakers defense is going to have to do it for them. Uh, so that's going to be tough because we know the Suns offense is sixth in offensive rating. It, it's going to be tough. They have Booker back in, they have Aiden, so full strength Suns team and they, what's going on? Lakers team. So, and it's not like the Suns defense won't also be contributing to this as well. The Suns defense is third best uh, in defensive rating in the league and fourth in opponents' points allowed. So I could see this being locked up pretty tight. I don't know what we'll see the total around, maybe something like 210, 220. Uh, but not 210, more like 220. But I would like to look at an under here. If I mean, depending on what the number is when it comes out or maybe even get one in-game, um, which sounds a little silly because this could easily be one that goes way over. Uh, especially if LeBron James does what he's been doing lately. He's been playing some incredible basketball, really. He's averaging 25.7 points, 6.2 rebounds, 6.8 assists per game, and that's all on 50% shooting from the floor. 50%. And also, uh, in those games, 5-3 and three straight up and ATS. So LeBron making an impact. So that's the only thing I would get nervous about. NBA is just so ideal for for live betting really because you can watch the game a see who's actually playing in it and b see what kind of the rhythm of the game is going to be before you have to go in and commit to a side but do go in with an idea of what you think is going to happen in the game and what number you're looking for because otherwise you will get wrapped up in the heat of the moment of i gotta grab this number before it changes or uh is that good enough or whatever like have a game plan have a game plan uh and something to keep in mind too which would not work in favor of the under here at all, the under argument, this would work more in favor of an over argument, is the Lakers are first in pace of play for the NBA and the Suns are third. So fast game, possibly a lot of scoring. So possibly we'll see where we're at when we're in game for me. I hope uh, that helped you out a little bit. I know that it's really been tough to bet 
as of late. So I mean, like betting isn't hard enough as it is, but hopefully you're having fun. That's always what I want you to be able to do when you're doing sports betting. And I hope that this is just giving you some good information, some good insight, me gathering it so you don't have to, and you can just listen to it casually. So thank you so much for listening to the Los Angeles City Cast. New shows, remember, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yes, even this Friday, Christmas Eve, there will be one up. Uh, if you can't stand your family, put some AirPods in, have a listen. And please, uh, if you haven't yet, uh, if you do Apple Podcasts, if you're listening there, leave a rating for the pod. Would love that uh, or a comment. And as always, feel free to tweet at me at Danielle Alvari. Very active on Twitter. If you haven't seen, if that upsets you, apologies. If not, tweet at me. Let's have some fun. I'll be back for more fun and games on Wednesday. So come on back for more of the Los Angeles City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.